Hey parents, welcome back to another edition of Teenager Tuesday. Uh, my name is Will Perry. If we haven't got the chance to meet, I'm the lead student pastor here at Hope. And with me for a rare appearance on the on the uh, Teenager Tuesday podcast is the one and only Kristen Zimmerman. Hey, Kristen. Hello. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. Now, uh, for everybody out there who doesn't know you, um, Kristen's been on staff for a lot of years now. Uh, 20... Uh, I want to say 18. 2018. 2018, yeah. yeah. So for six years now. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. And um, you've had a couple roles. You were on staff at the Frisco West campus with students for a while. And um, tell everybody about your role now. Go for it. My role now is student events and groups director. Yeah. So I work on the central side. Long Um, title. It is a long title. Who gave you that title? I don't know. Some really cool guy, I guess. (laughs) Um, so you can just say it's a student director. That's great. Yeah. Um, so I think I work, that's what's on your name tag. Right? It is. Yeah. yeah it's easy. Yeah. It's easier to remember that way. Um, so I work on the central hallway with Will and Kira, our admin. Yeah. And um, I am able to now uh, go to all the different campuses and meet leaders and students um, and connect with them. And I also get to oversee our Regeneration for Students program, mm-hmm. um, which actually helps being able to go and visit all those campuses to incorporate that in. Yeah. Well, and uh, Pastor John is in uh, probably a lot of staff meetings now has said if there's one thing that he would love for Hope to be known for in our community is that we care. And um, Student Regen is absolutely amazing. Uh, we're we're already kind of into it for a bit for this semester. Yeah. Um, however, if, if you have a junior or under and, um, man, uh, would love for them to take, uh, to go through Regen, mm-hmm. uh, talk a little bit about what Regen is, and then we're going to get to the content today. Uh, so Regen for Students is a, a modified version of the adult Regen program, which usually lasts about a year. Um, ours is semester-based, so it's 14 weeks uh, in the spring and in the fall. And um, basically it's a... Um, biblical discipleship that focuses on the 12 steps of recovery. Um, However, I've tried to get away from the word recovery because there's a slew of issues that um, basically it's just whatever is separating you with a true relationship with God. Um, Like what are the things that you're seeking when you're coping with things instead of going to God for those things. Um, And so even if you just want to further your relationship with God, it's a good place to go. Yeah, that's good. Well, and So much of that has to do with just caring for them and caring for them through the Bible and through what scripture says. And um, so as we kind of get to today's topic and for the next little while here, we're going to just talk about care. And um, for this part of it, we're going to talk about caring for your student. And um, what we have is uh, I have some questions that we've gotten from parents or that we know parents feel before. Maybe, you know, some things that we've helped work through some parents and students relationship with uh so Kristen, um being the not only groups director and not only events director but over this care part of our ministry i uh, would love for you to, to we'd love to get your wisdom and insight in this and uh, the first one of that what, uh, the first question is um what is the difference between care and affirming like how how can a parent how can a parent disagree with their students thought or choices and still care for them if that makes sense yep yeah um I, my daughter is 18 now, but I've walked through this with her and several of her friends. And so um, some of the things that I found to help um, to have a constructive conversation with them, um, the first thing is uh, it, 
the disagreement that you guys might be having is about the idea and not necessarily her, whatever she is doing. Like, it's not about her. It's about her idea or her belief. And so your disagreement is that. And so trying not to make it personal. Yeah. Um, so it's okay to agree to disagree sometimes, but keeping that dialogue open of like, why do you feel that way? Well, this mm. is why I feel that way. So you're not necessarily discounting what they're saying. Um, the first thing is to listen. Like that is the most important thing. And I think that that is gold all the time because all they want is for someone to listen to what they have to say. They want to be heard. And it's not just... Uh, oh, well, it's this is just the way that we do it. And our family's always done it. So that's the way you're going to think, too. Yeah. And so, like, listening to them yeah. is very important. Yeah. And I, I love the idea, too, of, like, not kind of discounting their thoughts, but... And maybe, maybe I would even say don't don't quickly dismiss right. their thoughts or beliefs or ideas, even if they're completely off. Right. You know, because if you do it too quickly, they could get uh, defensive way quicker. For sure. And then when someone's defensive, it's a lot harder to have a productive conversation yeah, with them. Yeah, they'll shut down at that time. Yeah. So, um, it's okay to ask questions. Yeah. Um, if even if you don't agree, ask questions about it. Um, so one of the things I was reading as I was preparing for this and they recommend saying this is the reason I don't agree and why instead of saying your idea is stupid. You know what I mean? And so like it seems like that's so easy, but yeah. oftentimes like they're teenagers, they're going to come up with dumb ideas or say something that is just totally off. And yeah. you're like, no, that is so wrong. That's true. <laughs> or they could be completely right on something. Uh, but. Like you said, oh, you've always thought this, always done it. And so you like dismiss it when it's like, wait, no, there could be something there to think about. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, the other thing is staying calm. So especially if it's a topic that you and your family are very um, strong opinions on, staying calm. And again, going back to listening. Um, but the minute that you react in a loud, negative way or the volume of your voice goes up, hmm. they're going to shut down. Like that is just... You've lost the trust in that situation. Um, and so the last thing with that is if it's something that you guys maybe still don't see eye to eye on and you can't really get past it, pray about it. Mm. Pray pray yourself and then pray with them and then um, pray for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think the last thing I would add on that too would be um, don't always feel like you're responsible for their reaction also. Mm. But then also don't completely remove yourself from the responsibility of their reaction. Because yeah. if, you know, if we think, you know, if we're, in, we're, if we're married and then we're like, oh, my wife always da-da-da-da, my husband always da-da-da, yeah. we'd probably be more, we'd probably be quicker to analyze how we approach the conversation within our marriage and maybe sometimes are too quick to think, I have a great approach yeah. with my student i know because i've known them since i've wiped their butt you know i've known them since they were in diapers <laughs> so like, i know them and, and you know people change and and uh they're at school a lot or you know whatever yeah. people change uh so it's, it's good to kind of analyze that as as we come along um oh man we've only got in into one thing and we're already running out of time wow okay we'll do this one uh we'll do the next question quicker and then we'll we'll stay on this topic for next week uh the next Question is, what can parents do to prepare before the tough time comes? How can parents almost uh, proactively care? care? 
Um, so I'm going to go back to creating trust, um, and that requires you listening to them, engaging in their lives um, when things are good, not just when they're bad, but mm-hmm. like in their lives throughout the year, yeah. um, and already creating that circle of trust. And then you're going to be able to sense something is off. You can ask them about it. Um, keep the conversation on like what they're going through and them and not put your own opinions on it because mm. in that moment, you are just there to like listen and be there for them. Yeah. Um, having uncomfortable conversations regularly, not when they um, actually happen. And so... Oh, man, I love how you type this in the notes. Have uncomfortable, conver- have uncomfortable conversations reg- regularly, not just when something uncomfortable happens. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's something that uh, my husband and I have really tried to do because we don't know like what what she's going to experience when we're not there. And so if we just get ahead of it, at least she's prepared in those moments um, and she's not surprised. And she knows that we're not going to be surprised if it's an uncomfortable conversation that she then has to have with us. Yeah. Um, Keeping the dialogue open about hard things. And so even... If something hard happens, you've had the discussion, still keeping that dialogue open, following up, going back to it. Um, Because as people process different things, it takes time. It's not just like, oh, this happened, we talked it, and it's over. Yeah. Like, they're going to process over time. Yes. Uh, One parenting book I I read last year said, don't feel, don't uh, command that your kid is always on your timeline Mm -hmm. when it comes to processing and thinking and forgiving, you know, is... uh, you see it when they're like, oh, I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to hurt you. No, okay, now hug me to prove that it's okay. You know, like sometimes yeah. if if the mistake is ours and we made it as parents, then we need to allow them to have the time and, and the space and not force them to forgive quickly or, yeah. or whatever, you know, process quickly. I'm going to segue a little bit real, real quick. There was um, someone that went through Regen and they ended uh, Regen and then it was like three months later that they ended up going through some hard things and they didn't realize like how how long it was going to take them to process those things, hmm. but then realize three months later how much processing them in those 14 weeks helped them hmm. like navigate the hard time that they came up with. So, yeah. Um, this next part I got from a website that I was looking at, um, the Center for Teen and Parent Communication, and okay. it's talking about uh, the different styles of parenting. Yeah. Um, it's called being a lighthouse parent. Okay. And so it says a parenting style that allows you to connect deeply with your children that lets them learn life's, from life's lessons, but also guides them to navigate the world within safe and moral boundaries. Yeah. And so, like yeah, there's some quotes that go along with it that might, if I can read them real quick, that give a little bit of like a visual, I guess. Yeah. A stable force on the shoreline my child can measure themselves against. I see it as my job to look down at the rocks and make sure they do not crash against them. I look into the waves and trust they will eventually learn to ride them on their own, but I will prepare them to do so. Whew, that's really, I like that. Yeah, I read it and I was like, oh, huh. yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> um, Man, that's good. What's that last? We got one more bullet point and then we'll, we'll sign off today. Um, the last one I have on here is... Uh, especially when tough times come and how to prepare is teach them scripture, how to pray, and then leading by example with your own actions. Um, And that involves you, like, they need to see you being in the Word or going to church or having Bible study and seeing that, like, when things happen in your life that are hard for you, that you're leaning in on God, too. Um, And so leading by example in that way is going to be uh, the best thing for you. Yeah, that's good. Parents, we're gonna be we're gonna be back on the same topic next week. Uh, caring for your parents. Uh, for now, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. Yeah.